You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. A quick shout out to our sponsor before we get into today's episode. If you want to test a new design or product idea without spending a fortune on inventory, Printful has more than 250 high quality products that you can customize and add to your store, even if you have no design skills. So make a lasting impression and build your brand with Printful. No order minimums and an amazing support team to help you get started. We use Printful here at Privy and it seriously couldn't be easier. Hey everyone, today I'm here with Reza Kajavi, CEO of Motion and one of the co-founders of Shoelace. Reza is a paid acquisition genius. I've enjoyed watching him and his team do their thing in this ecosystem for years now. We were recently catching up and he was mentioning his framework for testing ad creative that produces winners. I know everyone out there is working on getting more traffic, so I thought it'd be timely to bring Reza on to walk us through the framework. Reza, welcome back. It's great to have you. Hey, Ben. Good to catch up. Yeah, for sure. So maybe for those that are less familiar with Motion, let's start there. What are you up to? Sure. Yeah. So we we started working on Motion uh, a little over a year ago, and Motion is a tool that helps performance marketing teams learn which creatives are working best and why. And so it's sort of like instead of exporting all of your Facebook advertising data into a spreadsheet and creating pivot tables to try to figure out like what is working about the ads that you're running, Motion is a much more intuitive dashboard that you can go and, and see what's working and share those results with your creative team so that you can make better informed decisions on your next batch of creatives. That's great. And yeah, I mean, I think if you take a step back, maybe there's an assumption in here uh, and I'd love to chat about it. Like, is creative the most important part of paid ads? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Certainly seems to be on top of people's minds a lot over the last year and a half. The way I think about it is paid social, even from the beginning, was always a very visual platform. So even in the beginning of Facebook, you remember people like Dollar Shave Club who really crushed it with their Facebook ads. And like they really went pretty strong on the creative piece. And so in a sense, creative was always important. But in the early days of Facebook, because it was still such a nascent platform and the targeting capability was so strong, you could sort of get away with not so great creative Mm. for the first few years. But as the platform matured and there's a lot more competition and there's a lot of like compelling creative that are in the consumer's newsfeed, the bar to stand out has really increased. So you, you need better creative now in order to stand out in these crowded feeds. So that's one reason why creative has, has risen in importance. And the other one is as Facebook's algorithms have gotten better and better at targeting and figuring out who are the right people to show the ads to, it sort of removed the edge that performance marketers used to have around like targeting hacks. So with like lookalike audiences and who to target and those kind of things were always part of the performance marketers toolbox. But you ask a lot of performance marketers these days, what do they do for targeting? They sort of just set it broad and they let Facebook do its thing in terms of who to show the ads to, which sort of leaves creative as the piece that you can iterate on the most, the piece that people are finding the most value in terms of success that they can find as a lever to pull. I totally agree. I mean, even just like thinking as as a consumer myself, you know, like what are ads that have actually like gotten me to stop my scroll and engage, you know, whether that's watching or clicking through the slideshow or clicking through the the seat, the learn more button. Like it is 
almost 100% based on the, the creative. Exactly. Nice. So yeah, let's let's get into the framework. What's this all about? So in, in building motion, we spoke to probably like 200 or 300 performance marketing teams. And we were just asking them, like, what's your process? What do you do for creative testing? And so we've spoken to the best teams that you'll find in, in e-commerce performance marketing and just studied their process and, and figured out what are they doing and tried to turn that process into a software, but also trying to figure out that approach so that we can create content around it and educate people around around that. And so there's a lot, like there isn't one exact blueprint that we saw, but there are some similarities for sure. And so the first piece is like a lot of listeners might be at the stage where they don't even have a solid content production. And so a lot of people are figuring out like, I know creative is important. How do I create more of it? And so at that point of the journey, the question is like, how do you find a way to produce compelling creative at a low cost? And often people sometimes over, overthink this and think that like, you know, high, high budget production, like video shoots is the way to go. But often the videos shot on like a simple iPhone, those are the ones that can actually be really effective on platforms like Facebook. And so the first question is, do you have a system to create compelling creative week over week? And so if not, that's a really good place to start. You can work with influencers, not even necessarily for their audience, but just for their content, or even frankly, just like take your niece or nephew and have them hold an iPhone, like shoot something of, of the product. It, it really can be that simple sometimes. And so the first question is like, do we have a solid rhythm of producing new content week over weekend? Doesn't have to be high budget, doesn't have to be high production quality. Can I pause you there? Like, sure. you say week over week, is that a recommendation in and of itself? Like to be refreshing the creative that frequently? Yeah, so that, I mean, it also depends on the budget. So like the higher the budget of ad spend, the more frequently you want to test that creative. But yeah, I'd say like week over week is a good target to shoot for. And maybe maybe you wait, you know, an extra week if there's a certain piece of creative that you have, are a real believer in, you want to just kind of wait and let Facebook do its thing a little bit more before deciding. Um, so at least every couple of weeks, you want to have new content that you're throwing in and, and testing. So that is a good good place to start. And once you have that, the question becomes like, okay, well, what's working? How do I know it's working? How do I know that I'm not just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks? One of the really good first steps at this point in the process is to have some pretty good naming conventions. So when you name your ads inside of Facebook, if it's just you inside your ad account, you might be compelled to just write like add one, add one copy, add two copy, add three copy, and you know, not really having... Um, really interesting naming conventions on your ads. And then that makes it really difficult to isolate the variables that might be working. And so once you have a solid influ influx of creatives every week, every couple of weeks, then the question becomes, how do we name these ads in a way that we can identify the different variables in the ad? So is this a video? Is this an image? Is there a model in it? Is this a UGC ad? Is this an ad of an unboxing? Is this an ad that's focused on like, one particular hook or an angle about my product, you know, you don't want to get too overwhelmed with naming conventions, but anywhere from like two to five variables is good to tag in your ad name. So you might have like image dash UGC dash lifestyle dash, et cetera. And so like right. three or four or five or six variables inside those ad names is another really important step. And we can talk about like what to do after you have that, but those are two really good foundational pieces for solid creative testing. So, all right, I'm just taking some notes. So the first is the creative process, getting uh, regular about refreshing. The second is getting tight on naming conventions so that you can actually identify the creative in that ad set. 
Yep. Awesome. And so once you have that, then you start comparing the the, the elements in your naming conventions. You'll start comparing, for example, image versus carousel versus video. And you start to see which one your audience might be resonating most with. A lot of people think, for example, that, yes, the Facebook newsfeed loves video and it's a really important content type. But for some fashion brands, for example, people love carousel ads and they will just love to like scroll through the products and almost as if they're like browsing the shop. And so you have to really test to see for different ads and different audiences, what are the ad formats that are working the best? Yeah. And you mentioned something that, that I think is really important, which is like the scroll stopper. So as a consumer, you're scrolling through the feed and the first piece is like, can you get somebody to stop scrolling? So that that is um, is a really big thing on video. It's like, what do you put in the first three seconds of that video to make it so that as people are scrolling, they might stop to even just see what what's going on, see what what happens next. And so often, a huge part of creative testing might just be like you have the same video and you're just testing that first three seconds hmm. to see if you can get what they call a thumb stop ratio or a scroll stop ratio, where you're taking the number of people who stopped and viewed three seconds divided by all the impressions. So let's say the ad got three people who stopped and viewed a, uh, three seconds of the video out of 100 people who saw that ad. Your thumb stop ratio is 3%. So you can think of it like your conversion rate of that three second watch time of 3%. And then you're like, okay, well, if I iterate on this three seconds, can I increase that 3% to 20%? And now you have more people kind of captured their attention. Then you have to like make them click through afterwards. But it can be a really big difference if you have an ad that is clicking through well, that is converting well. And if you just edit the first three seconds to make more people watch that, that can have a huge like downstream effect on your yeah. click through and your add to carts and your purchases. So it can be really interesting to, to test that sort of thing. That's fascinating. Like I, I never really thought about it that way, but, and is that like something that you've seen to be true? Like it is those first three seconds in video-based ads? Yeah, it's huge. So, you know, First three seconds will capture somebody's attention to be like, okay, is this worth my time and stop and see? Yeah. It doesn't guarantee that you know the, that viewer will be engaged of course. throughout the rest of the video, but it's it's absolutely critical because those are the f- first few seconds that someone's going to decide whether to hang out and watch it or not. So people obsess over those first three seconds for sure. Some of the best performance teams I've seen spend a lot of time just on that first three seconds. Nice. Yeah. I mean, and that fits nicely into the naming convention, right? So, you know, within the category of the type of ad, maybe it's video or carousel, like, you know, clearly naming the the first three seconds could be another good one so that you can very quickly digest the results. Exactly. And often, like one of the things that's very common is people might have an idea about an ad that might work the best. So if, if you're like, you know, a founder or marketer, you might really think you know, you know, the the, the ad that's going to work well for your audience. But we're usually wrong on this sort of thing. And so if, if we're testing it and we're like putting the right naming conventions, then you can isolate to say, are the ads that fit this profile performing the best? And you can let the data decide that. And then you go back to your creative team and say, okay, I know that these kinds of ads are working really well. And so now you have a lot more of a guided approach to your creative team. You're wasting less money on producing creatives that aren't going to work as well. And most importantly, like spending less money on ad spend to test creatives that you know are not going to work if you're paying attention to the data. Amazing. 
15 minutes with Reza. I feel like I've got like so many key actions here. So let's, let's recap, right? So we talked about the creative process and the refresh, the naming conventions, using those naming conventions to measure results and also the importance of the first three seconds of any ad really nice. This is great. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we wrap? Yeah. I'll, I'll toss one other thing here. This is credited to Nick Sharma mentioned something interesting on a panel that we were on that had him on a few weeks ago and he was talking about the hook so the hook is like what is it that is going to like capture the attention of that buyer what's the thing that's going to make them click through and and convert and he mentioned something really interesting about an idea for how to get inspiration for what your hook should be Hmm. him and his team go through reviews of on the website for like what are people leaving as reviews on the product what are people saying in the comment of the ads and often the thing that people are most excited about or things that really stood out to the consumer that they went and like wrote a review for, wrote a comment about, those tend to be really valuable content to work into your creative as the hooks. And so I thought that's something that was really valuable as a kind of process in uh, figuring out the right creative. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe that's even something that you're opening with, right? Definitely. Yeah, nice. Well, Reza, this was great, jam-packed. I feel like there's some pretty clear actions walking out of here for everyone listening. So give it a shot. Try the framework yourself. Go check out Motion. We'll, we'll link in the show notes. And Reza, thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Always great to chat. 